Thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Thank you. The direction of the Holy Ghost. You are God. Oh, God. Oh, God. We call on you right now. The comforter, we call on you right now. Father God, I like you right now. We call on you right now. We call on you right now.
on this again, oh God, as our knees, oh God, as we take it I am a
you will never move. You are immovable. We can here or there, but you are immovable. You did not believe it. And you always remain your head. Year to year, time to time. Our Father, we praise you. We give you love. We magnify your word.
We just thank you on today, oh God, for allowing us, oh God, and thank you for allowing us, amen, to tune in to ELR Prophetic Ship on this morning. Sunday morning manner, oh God, on today, amen. I'm your host today, amen. Dr. E.L. Robinson, the fire chamber for this morning, amen. Hallelujah, amen. We God bless everybody that is in this room, amen. Uh, special honors, amen, to Prophet Holman on this morning. Amen. And many others that are listening, amen, on this podcast, on this morning. And we just thank God for on this morning that what you're doing in this season. Amen. You are releasing in this season right now, and we thank God. We just thank God on today, amen. And we are getting ready to turn into, amen, the word of God on today, amen. And if everybody have their Bibles, amen. We're not going to be before you very long, amen, because Wow, this is a powerful name it is, amen. We know that the name of Jesus is powerful and almighty, amen, all-knowing, and we thank God on today, amen, for everybody tuning in, amen, on Sunday morning, manna on this morning. We thank you, oh God. We just thank you, amen. We thank you, oh God. Amen. We just thank you on today, and as we begin to turn in, amen, on today, amen, the first Scripture that we're going to turn in today, amen. Just bear with me as I get my Bibles up for those uh give you enough time to locate your Bibles for those who are listening, amen, on the podcast, amen. We're going to turn to Second Corinthians, amen, 49 on today, amen. We're not going to be before you very long, amen, because the anointing is already shifted to the atmosphere, amen. It's shifted to the atmosphere, and when the atmosphere is shifted, amen, amen. Hamda, the Holy Spirit has already done what it needed to do. And we just complete the assignment, amen, that God assigned to us on. So it's going to be Second Corinthians, amen. We go to, uh, turn to Second Corinthians, amen, for those who have their Bibles. Uh, so we're going to turn to Second Corinthians on this morning, amen. We're not going to be before you very, very long, amen. We're just going to be led by the Holy Spirit. Second Corinthians, and we're going to turn to the fourth, I think the fourth chapter, and the ninth verse, amen, on this morning. Man, just a couple of scriptures we're going to leave and comment on today, amen, in the context. Amen, Second Corinthians, amen, chapter 4, amen, verse 9, amen. Uh, Prophet Holman, would you do the honors of reading that chapter, uh, reading that verse for us, amen. Second Corinthians uh, chapter four verse nine: Persecuted but not forsaken, cast down but not destroyed. Amen. Amen. It says we are persecuted, right? So we are, even though we are persecuted, Amen. God never leaves us. You know, even though that sometimes in the midst of the process, you know, we get hurt sometimes, and, and sometimes, Amen, we get pushed down sometimes. Sometimes we get in the midst of, sometimes we be caught up in our own thing, amen, but we're not destroyed, amen. So we know that the, the, the job of the enemy is to what? To kill, to destroy. So he may try to kill your character, but he can't to destroy, amen, what God has created. He may even try to kill, amen, what's going on surrounding your ministry, but he cannot destroy. He may try to kill your relationship between your family and friends, but he cannot destroy. Amen. He may try to kill or dismantle, amen, everything that is connected to you, but he cannot destroy. 
Amen. Because God would not allow him. He said he, God only allowed him to, to kill certain things. Amen. But he does not allow him to destroy them. Amen. Amen. And the message is passed down but not shaken. That means even though that we cross to the side, we feel like we are abandoned. Amen. But we're not forsaken. Amen. We're not destroyed. Amen. We're not dismantled. Amen. He said be perfect even though that we are persecuted. Amen. In this life, amen, we walk as believers. We are going to be persecuted. The apostles were persecuted. As you stand forth today, amen, men and women of God and people of the gospel believers, even the non-believers that are touching, amen, to understand what it means to be persecuted. Man, when you're persecuted, amen, everything you're called, everything uh, except the child of God, amen, when you are persecuted, amen, they can make up lies, amen, amen, and that not, has nothing to pertain to you, amen, they are persecuted, amen, the apostles, when they begin to move, amen, and have the revival, amen, as they begin to was released from the prison, amen, when James was killed on the night, amen, that James and the apostles were locked in the prison, amen, and they felt that it was their last day, amen, but they were persecuted, but God never left them behind, God never leave them, nor forsake them, or I'm the Lord, Rabbi, never leave them behind. He said, cast down, amen, but not shaken, meaning that he never, amen, will leave us. It may seem like sometimes we are walking alone and sometimes we feel that we are abandoned, amen. We feel like we are abandoned, but God has never left us, amen. Sometimes he may lift his hand off us a little bit for a little while. Why? Because allow us to give us the opportunity to, to, to prevail, Travail means to cry out. Travail means to scream. Travail means to call a distress signal. It means travail means to, amen, to be able to reach out to him in the spirit realm. My God, my God. He says, we are persecuted but not forsaken. Ha, So we are cast down but not forsaken. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. We can turn to the book of Nehemiah. Amen. Nehemiah. Amen. Turn to Nehemiah. Amen. Uh, and we're going to turn to the fifth chapter on today. The fifth chapter on today. Book of Nehemiah. Amen. Thank you, Paul. And when we turn to the book of Nehemiah, amen, you're going to get to the 13th verse. Nehemiah, thank you, God. For those of everybody that has it, amen. My God, my God, amen. All right, Nehemiah, all right, does everybody have it? And then Prophet Golden, read it, read that scripture. Also, I shook my lap and said, So God shake out every man from his house and from his labor. The performance, mm -hmm. not this promise, even mm -hmm. thus, he's shaken out and emptied. Mm -hmm. And all the congregation said, 
Amen, and praise the Lord. And the people did according to this promise. Amen. Oh, my God. He said, basically, he said, I basically would tell you that I will, um, if you don't know me, know me, if you don't know me by now, you'll never know me. But when you know me, amen, he said, I will shake you everything. Matter of fact, he said, he said, I will cause a shaking in your life that will cause you to lose everything that you have. Amen. If you don't take and pay attention to me, I will take everything. He said, everything. He said, I shake the loose house. I shake whatever you're doing. Amen. That's contrary to me. Amen. I will shake everything you have. Amen. I will cause you to lose everything. Amen. To get your attention. I'm the rebel so called. Because in my job, I want to could renew this relationship with you, amen, amen, but I, you're not taking heed to what I'm saying. I'm trying to grab your attention, but yet you're not listening to me, amen. I, I, I shook you, shook my lap, meaning that he had you right on his lap. That means he had you attached to him, amen, and, and all he wanted to do, amen, just to shake you up a little bit. Sometimes God has to shake us up a little bit and empty us out in order for the flesh pour of, a, of his anointing to pour back in. He has to shake us a little bit and begin to shake us out to the point that we are empty. And when he empties us out, amen, empty us out, amen, he pours, he begins to pour out his blessing, but he can't be able to pour out his promise if he doesn't shake you out completely out. He says, I will shake every man from their house, meaning that I will shake everything from you. You will lose everything that's connected to you. You will lose your house. You will lose your promise. He said, all I asked you was to keep your promise, meaning that there's a covenant between God and man. There's a covenant between the Holy Spirit and man. There's a covenant between Jesus and man. There's a covenant between God and man. And then one cannot live, he said, without another. And he said, and the whole church says, amen. And he said, praise and praise the Lord as does they just promised. Amen. When he says in my lap, it also the word lap also represents the garment of God. It's the garment of God, meaning that we were attached at some point. At some point, we lost connection. Well, Father, the Holy Spirit is saying today that we got to gain our connection back and hook up with the Holy Ghost. We got to gain our connection and touch the heel of his garment and say amen on the Amen. To keep our promises. And, and, and guess what? Even though that you may be shaken out or you may be cast down, it may look like that you are abandoned, even though when you lost your property, it feel like you're abandoned. Even though you lost your funds, you feel like you're abandoned. You lost your loved one, you feel like you're abandoned. But it said that I will empty you out. And when I empty you out, I will pour in fresh oil. He said, as long as you begin to keep your promise. And when you keep your promise, amen, keep your promise, amen, he will never leave you or forsake you. He will never leave you to suffer the righteous communion. He will never leave you by your side, amen. If, if Christ, amen, God did not forsake his son at the cross. Now, you know our father will never forsake us, even though it may look like it, amen. It may seem like it, amen. And, and the word praise means Adonai. Adonai means in the Hebrew means to praise. 
Amen. So in the midst of the situation, amen, that he's taking you up, amen, he says you still got to praise him in advance because, remember, it's the praises, amen, that confuses the enemy, but it's your worship that dismantles the enemy, amen, amen. Confuse the enemy by your praise, but when you dismantle, amen, the enemy by your worship, it says Adonai. Means to worship, amen. So he said that I, 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 that I may be shaken out like this, amen. That means we are designed, amen, just like in the potter, in the potter's house, amen, in the clay, and we're sitting on the wheel. And as we begin to sit on the ill wheel, what he does is shake out the things that are impurities. He begins to shake out the old habits. He begins to shake out the situation. He begins to shake out everything that's connected and that, that is causing you to hinder what is getting ready to go forth. And as, as he begins to shake those things from you, I, I mean, it means abandon in the word, uh, in the Hebrew means to abandon. Amen. He just shake it out of you. Once he shake it, amen, he makes you empty. And see, when you're empty, amen, there's a thirst there when you are empty, amen. When you're empty, there's a thirst, amen. So he says, uh, when I shake, when all I have to do is fold out my garment, amen, fold out my robe. Another word for garment means to robe, amen. I shook out my lap, meaning that he was talking about the garment, amen. We're, if we're sitting on the throne by the throne of praise, amen, we're holding on to his garment. We're holding on to his relationship. We're holding on to his covenant. We're holding on to everything that is attached, my God, from heaven. We are holding on to everything that's attached. So he wants us, amen, to stay, amen, to stay, even though it feels like we're cast down, amen, but we're not forgotten. Father, amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Uh, Job, amen. Can we turn to Job? Amen. Chapter 6. Amen. Turn to Job, chapter 6. Amen. And uh, we can turn to verse 12. Amen. I'm going to stop right there. And then we're going to pause and we're going to open up the floor and then we'll go continue in the rest of the scriptures. Amen. This Job, chapter 6, verse 12. You can read verse 12 when you cross it. Job 6, verse 12. Thank you, Father. Thank you, God. Amen, amen. 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 Job chapter 6, verse 12. Is Mm -hmm. my strength. The strength of stones, or is my flesh a brass? Oh, my God. <laughs> amen, amen. He said, is my strength of stone. That means it's, 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 it's his body. Amen, like a rock. Amen. Because remember, because he said that his body is not made from broad. So that basically he's saying that uh, uh, we are not exempt from being. Joe saying we're not exempt from the affliction, right? We are not exempted from tribulation. We are not exempt, even though I am not strong like a rock, because he's saying at his Lodafar stage or the point of his life that when he lost everything, when everything was what pulled from him, what happened? He ended up losing his property. He ends up losing, uh, losing his, uh, children died. He 
he ended up losing his cattle. That was his flow of money that was coming in. Uh, white custom to his face, right? Then on top of that, he ended up receiving balls on his body. Amen. He's telling you that, do I have the strength of the stone? That strength is not coming from the physical side, amen, but the strength of the Lord comes from the inside. Amen. So what he had to do, what, what happened is when, remember when God gave Lucifer, Satan, amen, permission to touch Job, right? That word also touch means what? Means to kill. Amen. But he said, don't, what he said, don't kill him. Right? Touch, you can, you can kill him a little bit, but you can't destroy him. I'm not going to allow you to destroy him. Why? Because I know who he is. I know the character. So in other words, God is telling us today that he knows who we are. He knows who we are and he knows whose we are. And it's because we know what we're standing for. He knows that he has complete confidence in us, but sometimes we don't feel like we're confident in ourselves. That's when you feel that you are in a state of abandonment. It's because we don't have, he, we don't, if God can have confidence in Job, and say anything that the enemy throw at him, he's going to pull through. He's going to stand his ground. He's going to fight. He's going to stand even though it is wicked in his body, but he's able to stand. He said, am I not strong like a rock? But my body is made, my body is not made from bronze. So that means that tells you that I am not exempt from any type of affliction. I am not exempt from any type. So any type of thing. So just because that you are a believer, you think that you, you, you're not going to go through temptation, that's a lie, because when Christ went through temptation, the book of chapter Mark 4, he's been in, 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 in there in Mark 11, he's been through all through, through the, all through the Gnostic Gospels. There were different interpretations. Christ went through temptation. Christ went through pain. Christ went through feeling some type of way. He, because he was humanistic. So that let us know, even though that we have a humanistic side, we can say, and mine, do I have the strength of song? He was complaining. He said, do I have the strength to go through with this, even though I've lost everything? And in, in the previous scripture, it talks about that he said he will shake the house. He will shake you out of your house. Sometimes God will shake you out of your comfort zone to, in order to make you uncomfortable, in order for his glory and manifestation to take place. He, I'm going to say it again. He shakes you out of your comfort zone to make you uncomfortable in order for you to do the will of God. My God. All right, I'm going to stop right there, and then we'll, we've got a couple more scriptures, and we're going to um, conclude. Uh, uh, Prophet, go ahead, and um, you can, I'm releasing the floor to you. Amen. Right in, and let's go back into the scriptures. Amen, amen. Uh, I want to give thanks to God, uh, you know, because he has been good and marvelous. Uh, you know, uh, we we today, you know, now more than ever must understand that, you know, we are uh, we are going through some tough times and some weary days, but we we must understand that God is God is still there. God is still near. He is still uh, by our side and will never leave us nor lead us astray. We just have to understand that, you know, every day is going to be a fight, you know, and and that uh, every day we must still hold on to his word, hold on to him like number before, and, and, and gain a close-knit relationship with the Father and the Son because on this earthly journey we're going to have trials and tribulations, but we shall, you know, make it. You know, we just can't lose sight of who he is or his son. 
and understand that we shall make it and understand that whatever whatever uh, trial or tribulation we may face or go through, that the Lord is still there. You know, He 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 won't He He won't leave us. You know, we we're not the only ones going through it. He's right there with us, going through it with us, and He you know He knows what's best. So, but we must understand that that God. God won't God won't allow the enemy to to take us out, but we gotta have that faith to to continue to fight and to to continue to to say we're gonna we're gonna overcome. We just can't we just can't give up. We you know we all have to have have that mentality of we're gonna make it. We're gonna continue to fight, and every day is a a, a fight. It's gonna be a fight that we gotta uh, things obstacles we gotta go through and uh, get overcome. And, and and uh humps that we got to get over but we got you know we shall make it because we got the father and the son on our side and when we you know get more in depth into the word of god through praise and worship and and, and him every day and just spending some time with him you know uh we can build a close that relationship with the father and the son you know uh but now more than ever we, we got to start uh you know uh being a vessel to to all those who are lost and also encourage all you know that you know, hey, we gotta get ready for our eternal home. We gotta build up and get ready. You know, whatever we face on earth, we ain't gonna face it in heaven when our earthly journey is over. We ain't gonna face it there, but we gotta build up for heaven. Amen. We gotta make it through all these ups and downs, and you gotta make it through. And we gonna we gonna make it. Jesus made it. You know, he he uh, went through it all. He faced it all, but he he made it to be the right hand of God. So we thank we thank God and we thank his son Jesus. Amen. Thank God. Amen. Amen. What happened? I can't hear. I can't hear you. Yeah, Hebrews twelve and twenty-seven. Read that one. Okay. All right, Hebrews twelve and twenty-seven. All right. Nine thirty-six. 12 and 37. Okay. 12 and 37, right? Um, it's uh, 27. Yeah, 27. 12. Okay. Amen and thank yes, God. Uh, Hebrews chapter 12, verse 27 says, And this word yet once more <laughs> signifies the removing of those things that are shaken as of things that are made, 
that those things which cannot be shaken may remain. Amen. Thank God. Amen. So he said everything that everything was actually created to be destroyed. Okay, because remember at the beginning of the beginning of remember in Noah in the in the beginning of Noah's time, everything that was created was was what the reason why it was going to be destroyed is because of what the fall of man. Um, and remember this is before uh, this is before Amen the birth of Christ. This is before even uh, the death and burial resurrection of Jesus Christ. Amen. So he said everything that was created. Everything that was created will be destroyed, right? And he said all things that can be shaken, but only what is shaken can be can be remained. Amen. So what he's saying that when you are shaken up, amen, you are shaken up, meaning that sometimes he has to pull out things. Sometimes he, he, he allows you to, he, matter of fact, Christ will step back with his hands and watch you go through what you go through. Okay, and after you watch what you're going through, what you grow through, he is not going to allow, amen, for you to be destroyed. Sometimes things are allowed to be killed, and sometimes he allow us. Sometimes certain things that do need to be killed in our life, it's that and that's in our interest. What to what to strengthen our character, to strengthen our walk with God, to strengthen our relationship. So God allowed things to be killed, not destroyed, okay? Notice, even though that we are in the creation from the uh, destroyed, so, because remember in the book of Revelation, he talked about, uh, uh, um, even in the book of Noah, he said that I will destroy everything. I will dismantle, so what I'm, I'm a flood. He said, but when I destroy the earth this time, right, he said it's not going to be by what water. It's going to be by what? Fire. Okay, and remember he said that in the book, in book, in, in he said, I'm not going to destroy the world by, by water this time. Okay, that's where the rainbow came in, the covenant of the rainbow came from. Because after the flood, remember after the flood and everything was flooded out and everything was killed out, right? But remember there was a portion of the generation that was on that boat. On the generation that was on the boat, there were curses that were attached to of the people and the things that were on that boat that was carried on. That's why we have all these different type of spirits that are traveling in the atmosphere because somewhere behind there there was a, a, a curse in between in the midst of that, meaning there were spirits that were lingering behind after the flood of Noah, okay? And that's the reason why there was a constant fight. But because of the rainbow, the rainbow was established because of he wanted to renew that covenant with us. So every time that we see the rainbow, it means that God of this time, that was a sign to let us know that he is not going to destroy the world. He was going to, he said he, he's renewing that covenant, which means he was preparing us, amen, because uh, uh, um, he was getting ready to do it. But the only way, the reason why that he did not destroy us right then, why? Because he had, he gave his son. According to John 3.16, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only forgotten son, right? That he shall believe in him, whoever shall believe in him. He says, shall have what? Everlasting life and shall not perish. So he gave us that opportunity, amen, to renew our covenant with him. So he's saying, even though the things that I, I, I 
I have to disrupt in your life is not to hurt you, but I disrupt the things in your life. I take things from you uh, in order so the good stuff, the good part of the portion is still remains. Amen. He will shake you up enough. Amen. Call, he, matter of fact, he will actually permit confusion to come into it just to see if you're going to stand. Amen. And see that you will not be shaken. Things that can be shaken, which means the, the, the things that are connected to you that originally is not connected to you, that was not part of your birthing canal, that was not part of your spiritual DNA. We ain't talking about physical DNA, but your spiritual DNA. Okay? He said things that, that can be shaken. Things, and only the things that cannot be shaken will remain. So anything that's connected to your DNA, spiritual DNA, cannot be shaken, cannot be uh, uh, destroyed, cannot be destroyed. Because remember, each and every one of us have a, 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 a different type of DNA, which is a spiritual DNA that's connected that God is, God is allowing us to use in this season. Amen. So these are the things that it cannot be shaken and cannot, will not be shaken, will be made. So the things that after you shake it a little, you know how like when you do gold and you shake the, shake it a little, you know, like the dirt, you know, the dirt off the gold, right? And now you pour the water on it, I guess to, to, I guess to, to, to separate the gold from the, I guess the dirt, okay? Right then, the gold is still there. Mean the DNA part, the DNA, spiritual DNA part of you is going to always be there. Your physical may be shaken, right? But your spiritual life will, will always still remain. Amen. 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 The next one is Leviticus 20 and 36. The book of Leviticus. We almost through. The book of Leviticus. And when you look at the kids, it's going to be the 26th chapter and the 36th verse. It's the 26th chapter. 36th verse? Yes, it's going to be the 36th verse. Yes, yeah, 36th yeah, yeah, Okay, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, amen. And upon them that are left alive of you, I will send a faintness into their hearts and the lands of their enemies. And the sound of a shaken leaf shall chase them, and they shall flee as fleeing from a sword, and they shall fall when none pursueth. Oh, Jesus. He's, so in other words, he said we as the survivors, we're the believers, amen, even though sometimes that we will lose courage in the midst of in the midst of what we're up against, okay? And, and what it says, that they will be afraid of everything and they will run around like leaves blowing in the wind, right? As they will run, someone is chasing them with a sword. So my thing is with that, remember, he, what, what, what he does 
is that he said that in another scripture, he says that the enemy will scatter how many times? Seven different times. He will scatter different ways. He will not come near your dwelling. No matter what he do, no matter what he try to throw at you, right? No matter if he try to allow you to get discouraged, no matter what he tried to discourage you from what your 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 next assignment is or what he had called you to do or what um, he put in your hand, all right? Even though, yeah, we will be afraid of it, you know, but then the scripture says, again, it's contrary because it says that God did not give us a spirit of fear. Okay, if God did not give us a spirit of fear, why is the scripture saying that, you know, that we'll be we're afraid of everything? Amen. So he wasn't really talking about us, guys. He was talking about the enemy. He said because he's given us power and authority to trample over the over the what the enemy. He gave us power and authority to trample over the lions, the the cobras. Amen. He gave us a uh, complete authority and dominion to put our foot on the enemy's neck. Amen. To the point when they do scatter in 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 in, in different ways, in seven different ways. Notice the word seven represents the perfection of the perfection. Seven means that it lets you know that it's a, it's a, a systematic process, meaning that the enemy is not going to just get away that easy. He's not going to get away that easy, no matter what it is. He may make you feel like you abandoned. He may make you feel like you have nobody. Um, sometimes you feel like you're by yourself. You'll be feeling like you say, like, why, why am I going through this again? I'm by myself again. You know, but at the same time, he says what he does to the enemy, he uh, reverses and flips the script on the enemy, meaning that we take our sword. Now, even though we may not even be in the strength to draw that sword, but it's our spiritual DNA that draws that sword that will cause to make the enemy think through prayer and supplication, all right, and fasting. And what you cause the enemy to scatter in seven different ways. What the enemy thinking that you're chasing them when it, when nobody is. No, it's not us chasing them. It's the Holy Spirit that is in us. It's the product of our spiritual DNA that is within us that, that calls us to charge at the enemy. It's our product of our DNA that's in the spirit that calls us to rise up against the enemy. It's the product of the DNA within us. And because we got, remember, we are, we are uniquely created differently. So we're going to attack the enemy a different way. Everybody is not going to attack the enemy the same way. Why? Because our DNA spiritually is not the same. Okay? What may Prophet may use, his, his weaponry may not, I might not be using the same weaponry. We use the same foundation, but the weaponry is going to be different. Why? It's because our DNA. Our DNA, our spiritual DNA will, because it depends on the level of how you are attacked. You're going to be attacked different from the way I'm going to be attacked. Everybody's going to be different because why? According to what God had assigned to you. So he knows what you can handle. He knows what you can't handle. So, we, you know, the word of God says he will not give us no more than what we can bear. But he said that they will run as if someone is chasing them with a sword and they will fall even when no one is chasing them. Why? Because it's the spirit that rises up within you that will cause, amen, the affliction, the affliction that you had will be able to drop because that was the job of the enemy to what, to what, not just to kill you, 
but to kill you, to drop your confidence, but to destroy you and dismantle you. And see, God will not allow the enemy to dismantle you. He did not allow Amen Job to be dismantled, right? Even though he killed certain things, even though he caused sickness to fall upon him and, and lost everything, but guess what? He did not disallow the enemy to what? To dismantle him. My God. Acts 16 and 2. <laughs> the book of Acts called the Act that is also called the Acts of the Apostles. The book of Acts. Thank you, Jesus. And we're going to turn to the 16th. It's the 16th chapter. And the 26th verse. Okay. Uh, you said the 25th verse? Uh, 26, the 26th. 26th verse. Okay. Acts uh, 15, chapter, t- verse 26. It says 16. Try, um, look, at, look at 16, prophet. It's uh, uh, Acts 16. 1626? 20, yes, sir. All right. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors were open and everyone's bands were loose. My God, my God. And, it's, and suddenly there was a, an earthquake, so in other words, that what have God had created? He sent an angel into the prison because at the time the apostles were being assassinated. The apostles were actually was getting ready to get killed. Most of the at the end of the apostles they were getting beheaded. James had went. Uh, James was one of the apostles that went into the prison with Peter. Okay, and because what happened is remember during the time when. Uh, uh, Peter and, and Paul and James and many of the apostles, amen, remember there was a, a young lady, and the young lady was a psychic, all right? She was making money, making money for the Romans, all right? When that spirit was cast out, when that demonic spirit was cast out of that young lady, he was not able to, to do, you know, prostitute her gift anymore, all right? And the Romans, because guess what, and they end up losing money behind it. So the so, so the Romans were were where they were uh they was upset about it, all right. They were so upset to the point, and then the, the apostles were performing miracles uh miracles because that was a sign to them. So out of out of that, the Pharisees even along with the Pharisees even caused the apostles to go into prison. Um, and when James uh at some point James uh was in the prison, Peter was in the prison uh up in, in the prison at the same time. They end up. James ended up dying the day before, all right? So in the midst of that, remember, Paul, uh, Peter, was in the midst of the prison. He was like, I don't even know if I'm going to come out of here. I really don't know. And he began to cry out to God. He began to cry out to God and began to uh, speak to God and said that um, even though that I, I, I know I'm getting ready, I, I, I don't even know if my, if my next day is going to come. I don't know if I'm going to be in here, but, but God, I'm going I'm to be at peace with myself. But when... 
Peter begins to sleep, the angel of the Lord touched his side and said, Peter, get up. And when he told him to get up, amen, all of a sudden there was an earthquake, all right, that shook the foundation of the jail. So he did not leave, but he said, wait, cast down, but not shaken. So what happened, the enemy placed him, allowed him to go into jail. He allowed him to go into prison. They, they, the, the enemy's job was to what? To kill him, just like James was killed, right? James was killed. Peter was getting ready to get killed. But he kept yet passed him out. But he didn't, God did not forsake him. Why? Because he allowed a, a, a Peter while he was asleep. He was in a trance. They said the word of God said Peter was in a trance. And, 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 and the angel touched his side. The angel of the Lord began to touch his side and say, Peter, get up. And when Peter began to get up, all of a sudden it was an earthquake in the prison. Right? And then the prisons opened. When the prisons opened, the shackles that was on the prison and everything uh, just fell off. And, and the prisons, everybody began to run off, run away, run away, right? But guess what? Peter did not run away. Peter could have ran away, right? But Peter didn't run away. Peter stood his ground. And they were like, why, uh, Peter, why you didn't run away? Why you didn't leave when, 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 when you know, when the prison were open? Uh, when the prison began to open and everybody else began to run. He said, no, because I didn't do anything wrong. I didn't do anything wrong, so why should I, why should I have to run when I didn't do anything wrong? I didn't do anything wrong. They was getting ready to kill him for no reason. They were going to kill them for no reason. They already killed James. They already beheaded James. They already killed him. But they didn't care. They said, you know, why, why you didn't run like the rest of them? You know, they thought he had already escaped, you know. He got a sword, and they said he was ready to kill himself. But he didn't. He didn't. Cast down but not shaken. God did not leave him by him, leave him by himself. What he did is what? He caused confusion in the midst of the prison and began to shake the prison. He said, because let me tell you, I'm going to show you better than I can tell you that, amen, ain't nobody going to lay a hand on my Son. Ain't nobody going to lay a hand on my daughter. Ain't nobody. So I'm going to shake up some things, and the enemy is going to be upset. The enemy is going to be upset. So he says that when I begin to, when the, when the earthquake begins to shake, it was an earthquake, it begins to shake the foundation. So right then, that already upset the enemy right there. That upset the enemy right now because he felt, he felt in his mind, Oh, that, that Peter and, uh, and, uh, James was abandoned. No, they wasn't abandoned. God didn't leave abandoned. He just, you know, he just, in the midst of that, there was a silent midnight cry. And, and it says at, and there's one another interpretation that at midnight, there was a certainly, there was an earthquake at midnight. So there was a specific time that, that, uh, he shaped some things. There's a, uh, other words he's saying that, you in a predicament or a trouble or you're dealing with tribulation, you're dealing with a specific issue. And at a specific time, okay, which is placed out of time, there's a specific time that God will go in and shake up some things. It's not when we want him to shake it up, right? A specific time when he feels that you have given everything that you have done, you have cried out to him, you have prevailed, you were silent about it. You, you came to peace with it. Then once you came to peace with it, because they said that Peter came to peace even though he felt that he said, I, I, I'm going to die. 
I'm going to die. I don't know when am I going to be able to be alive tomorrow. But, God, I'm at peace with myself. He was at peace with himself. And because of that, he was at peace with himself at midnight. The prison walls, everything, the foundation began to shake. There was a light that just shined right through in the midst of that. And Peter thought he was in the tree. Am I, am I making believe in him? Am I seeing this? No, you didn't make believe that you saw it. Amen. You knew this is, this is what, amen, the Holy Spirit did. He allowed Christ to walk right through. Because remember, this is during the time of the, uh, of the time of the extension that Christ was experiencing ascension, so he was able, amen, the, the angel of the Lord, amen, and, and, and were able to walk through and be able to touch Peter's side. At some point at, at our lives, amen, the, the, the angel of the Lord, amen, the, uh, will allow to touch our side to let us know, okay, it's time to come out of this. You just hold, you just stand foot, stand flat-footed. I'm getting ready to bring you out of it. Cast down, but not shaken. Abandon, but not forsaken. Amen. He did not abandon Peter. Amen. He did not abandon Peter. Even though that James had died and James was killed, they killed him. They killed him on the spot. The minute they brought him into prison, he didn't even stay in the prison that long enough. Amen. He didn't stay in prison that long enough. Amen. And the final scripture, amen, on today is 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. The very last chapter. The very last scripture for this morning. Is it 2 Thessalonians? Yes, 2 Thessalonians. Chapter 2. Chapter 2. And it's going to be verse 2 and 3. Yes, verse 2 and 3. All right, amen. Second Thessalonians, uh, chapter mm-hmm. 2, verse 2. That mm-hmm. ye be not soon shaken in mind. <laughs> Or be troubled neither by spirit nor by word, nor by letter as from us, as that the day of Christ is at hand. Verse 3, let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come except there come a fail, falling away first, and that man... Mm-hmm of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. Amen. Amen. So, and, and this, and he's telling us not to be, he says shaken, right? The word shaken also means, it, it's two different ways, uh, uh, various ways. When someone gets shaken, you know when they, when somebody gets shaken up, they get upset, right? They're shaken up, they get easily upset, so they're shaken. Um, and, and, and when you're easily shaken, sometimes you feel like you abandoned. But at the same time, God is he was saying things there, and he said, you know, I'm on my way, I'm coming. You know, don't worry, you're not going to be, you're not, you're not going to constantly be in, in creation. You're not going to constantly be 
your your character is not going to constantly be killed. You're not going to constantly be just, uh, persecuted because at some point it's going to come to an end. It's going to come to an end because when I come and I set my foot, one foot off that cloud, amen, I am I'm coming. And when I'm coming, I will spring forth. Some people that, that people, remember, uh, some people, uh, prophesied or they, they said in the past, oh, Jesus was coming back. He was coming back in 2012. All right? They were saying those things. So he said some people might come to the idea that something, that the Spirit told them, the Holy Spirit told them that Christ was coming. All right? He's telling us don't be fooled by that. Because the scripture says, you remember the other uh, scripture that says no one knows when the day the Son of Man will come. Right? But we were uh, caught up in the, in the TVs and the media and the news, and they would say, oh, in 2012, the world was coming to an end. I don't know if you remember that, that they said that, oh, the world was coming to the end in 2012. Okay, here is 2020, right? The world ain't come to an end yet. And, and the reason why it did not come to an end, according to the book of Revelation, he says, until the word of God is preached to every nation. That's what it says. I will not come until we exhausted everything. Everything that we we exhausted, he's going to come when everything is exhausted. But we still do not know the day he will come. Okay? We do not know the day or hour that the Son of Man will come. But he said, well, I will come. He said, well, when I come, he said, I am not coming until everybody gets together and begin to preach the word of God to every nation. Get that word across to them, all right? Now, when we get the word across to them, that's not necessarily meaning that they're going to receive what we're saying, right? But at the some point, when he gives us assignment, assignments to do that, whatever way of how effective he wants us to do it, he's going to allow us to do it. It doesn't matter how you do it. People think it's a traditional way. It's, a, it's one way. It's a traditional way. But he said... The word of God never changes, right? But it's the way that it's delivered. The word is delivered changes. We're in technology. The 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 the, uh, the word the word never changes. The word of God never changes. But the technology does. So in order to what to spread the word of God, right, is through different areas, right? Through the internet, through uh, podcasts, through conference lines, and you know, because people. Shine away from that. Oh, that's not nothing. That's not nothing. That's not the same. But it says where the spirit is, there is liberty, and where there's liberty, where there's freedom. So if he said it's just liberty and freedom, that means the spirit should all the spirit of the Holy Ghost should already be in us. So either if we in a building or out of building, we're supposed to gather. It says assemble ourselves among the body of believers. It did not say assemble ourselves in the in uh, the body of a building. It said assemble ourselves among the body of believers. That means everybody that's a believer, we're supposed to get together. <laughs> People think it's necessary the building. It's not the building. It's the building burned down. You're not going to assemble yourself? So he's telling us not to get, don't get, don't, uh, uh, don't let yourself be easily shaken. What mean don't allow the enemy to take us off course. Do not allow the enemy to get us, get us fully, get us distracted. Yeah, sometimes we get distracted, but guess what? The, the Bible says in I think in First Corinthians and 
uh, 3 and 10, I believe, say that he had created, or always created a way of escape. So even though that we go through something or we attempt it or we're going through something right now, God has already created a, a way of escape for us anywho. He's already created it. So he don't, um, he said he don't want us to get, to get shaken. Shaken means, also means feel like we are abandoned. We feel like we abandoned. We feel like we got cast aside. And it's not that we cast aside. It's that he said he don't want us to worry. He said, because guess what? I'm already coming. I'm on my way. I'm just not going to tell you when I'm on my way, but I am on my way. And don't get distracted about what people say. Because the, the goal is, the goal is, uh, and it says, um, read verse 4. And I think this one kind of like kicks really hard. Verse 4. Of Second Corinthians, uh, Thessalonians. Yes, the same. Yes, Second Thessalonians. You're, you're in the fourth verse. All right, Amen. Who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God, or that is worshipped, so that Ooh, he Jesus. as God sitteth in the temple of God. Showing himself that he is God. Oh, Jesus. So in other words, he's saying if you put yourself above everything, you put yourself above me. And you think that people are supposed to what they, what people fail to realize. And then we're there to worship God. We're worship the Holy Spirit. Now, it's the leader that delivers the message, right? It's, the, it, it's not the mantle that comes from the pastor. It's not the mantle that comes from the apostle. It's not, the, no, it's Jesus' mantle. Hallelujah. Jesus' mantle. That mantle, amen, comes from that, that the, the comforter had left behind. And he said that in the midst of that, he says that he who stand against me, right, stand against me, put himself above everything and think that people are supposed to worship him and think that he's worthy of worship. He says they will go to the temple and sit there claiming that he is God. For example, remember the satanic worshipers. They have a religion they call what? The 666. Okay? He said that he is the, the, the pastor of that, of that, that a leader that is over that religious organization, satanic organization, says that he is the second coming of Christ. He has told people that he is the second coming of Christ. All right, so we already know that he's a, a false prophet. He's false. Okay? Why? Because he put himself above, uh, he put himself above, and, and for people have your leader, your, your leaders or, 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 or bodies of Christ walking around with 666 tattooed on their body. Okay? The number six represents what? Man. So if you represent man, that means you're not about you're not you're not about the Holy Spirit. You're about you're about flesh. Okay? So you can imagine what is going on and what is taking place in those type of type of services. All right? Demonic, divination, all that type of foolishness is going on in the midst of that. And it's the church, it's called the church of the synagogue. Okay? It's either we are part of the synagogue or are we the part of Satan, okay? Even Satan has a church. So the church of God 
Okay? The house of God is different from the synagogue of Satan. You understand? So because that's the synagogue of Satan, we are part of the body of the body of Christ of the house of God, not the synagogue of Satan. 666 is the synagogue of Satan. Okay? It's the synagogue of Satan. They tell you, and it tells you if you do a little bit of research about them, about the 666, and then he said that he is, he is, he is Christ. He is Christ. He, he, I have risen from the dead and I'm coming back to resurrect you and I'm a blah, 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 whatever. So right there, you already confusing, the confusing man itself. All right. So think about it. Six, six, six. The word six, the number six represents man. So he came to disrupt man. But guess what? He did not disrupt the spirit. Meaning what is our product of our DNA. He did not disrupt the DNA in us. But the enemy is sent to disrupt the man in us, our physicality. But he cannot upset the DNA particle that God has placed in us. Amen. So we know even though that we are cast down and we're not shaking, even though we feel like we're abandoned, but we're not forgotten. So God has not forgotten. He said that the song, God is not forgotten. He knows my name. God is not forgotten. He knows my name. Amen. He's a mother. He's a father to us. Amen. He's a healer. He's a deliverer. But God has not forgotten because what he knows our name. So cast down, even though it feels like you abandoned, cast down, you know, but not shaken, meaning, that you are not abandoned. You know, he's not going to abandon us. In other words, we may feel like we're in a state of abandonment because that's the physical part of us. But our spiritual DNA knows that God is not going to never leave us nor forsake us. Amen. Amen. Uh, Prophet, you want to add anything on to that? Amen. And then we'll go into the announcement. Amen. Amen. Uh, thank God. And uh, I love the encouragement that you gave today uh, on, on this blessed Sunday. Uh, you know, uh, it's very important that we we understand that, uh, you know, we're, we're going to have some, you know, some good and some bad days. But in uh, some trials, again, that we go through and that we face. But through it all, God is still good and he is always um, has been amazing, you know, and he always will, will stay true to us. We don't have to worry, and we just got to trust in his word. And because God will follow through on every word he says, and and his word is truth and life. And we just understand that, you know, we get, we got to get more into a place of worship and worshiping the Father and the Son like never before. Because, you know, we're building up not for earthly any longer, but we're building up for our eternal home, getting where we want to go when this earthly journey is over. You know, uh, you know, we don't we don't no longer have, you know, day by day, but we have one day and then one day we're here and then next day we're not. So while we are here above ground, we have to understand that our earthly journey is not forever, but it's only temporary. So if God call us home tonight or today, God forbid, you know, you know, we want to make sure our heart is right. Our, everything is all right with our father, with the father and the son. And we, we understand that, you know, God is always good, and he always will remain the same, and he is immovable. But we, we can be moved, but he cannot. You know, we just stand on his word, stand on his every will and every word he says, and honor his word. 
and, and every, all is, will be well. But understand, we're going to have trials that we have to face until we get to our eternal home with the Father. But while while we are here, we 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 gotta praise Him, we gotta worship Him like never before. We gotta call on His name, and we just gotta we gotta reverence Him like never before. Because you know, every day He, you know, uh, by His love and by His grace and by His mercy, He's keeping us. He's allowing us to to wake and rise, to see another day, and to be among the living. You know, uh, uh, you know, last night we couldn't see, you know, uh, that we'll be here for another Sunday. You know, but. We thank God that he has uh, all kept us, you know, to see another day, to be in a place of a worship again and and uh, song and praise and just to reverence him. So, we, uh, you know, we, we, we got to thank God like never before. We got to praise his name like never before and, and uh, gang, draw more closer to the Father and the Son. Amen. And I pray love and blessings for all. Amen. The ELI Prophetic Shift, amen, announcement, amen, uh, by regular broadcast schedule, amen, and anchor FM and ELR, amen, shift, amen, spreading the word of God internationally, amen, on Tuesday night, amen, it's in God's word, amen, prophet drop J.L. Holman at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, amen, on Wednesday night, amen, at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, or for better for worse with Bishop McAuliffe and our apostolic alignment at 8 Amen, which we apostle, amen, Easter Standard Time. On Thursday night is a mantle of prayer with Prophet Lane at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. Sunday morning, Mana, amen, with Apostle Dr. E.L. Robertson at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. And on Sunday night, Explosion is the speaker to be announced at uh, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. For those who want to contact our, uh, our podcast team, Amen. You can contact amen, us at one six three six four two two zero three four four. Amen. With our podcast call in live, amen through those services at one three one three two zero nine eight eight zero zero. And our podcast number is six one five three five two eight. You can also follow us on our website. Our website is elrprophetic.shift.website forward slash Podcast Network. Once again, it's elrprophetic.wixsite.com forward slash podcast network. Amen. You can have, you will uh, be able to locate all our listings, our times, our schedules, be able to chat with us one on one on our website. Amen. You can contact uh, I am Prophet Holloman. Amen. Uh, we are the visionaries and the founders of ELR Prophetic Amen. For those who want to connect with us, for those who want to become a Yes, or uh, just become part of the family. Amen. Feel free, amen, to shoot us a text. Amen. Or even contact, contact us on the website through chat at, um, on that website. And also follow us on Anchor. We are on currently eight platforms. We are, uh, um, the Word of God has been expanded. Amen. Throughout the country. Amen. We're slowly picking it up. Amen. Uh, not just in the states, amen, but in different countries. And we thank God for those countries that are tuning in to us throughout the week, and that's a blessing. So don't think that we're not being heard and we're not being we're not uh, we're not uh, being tuned into it. They are tuning into it. So 
God has created, uh, allow us, amen, to, uh, to get our own personal website that they're able to access and be able to download these, uh, these, uh, powerful words and messages now, um, without even going through an app, you know. So we just thank God for the gift, uh, gift of administration that God has left us with at ELI Prophet. It's just, you know, we just pray to be able to turn in, uh, the sow a seed, you can sow a seed into, amen, our cash app, amen, uh, dollar sign of Apostle Robinson. Um, send that seed to us, you know, and we would definitely uh, put it to uh, the youth, amen, of the kingdom. And also, you can also go into anchor.fm, amen, for support to help us continue these episodes, amen, uh, the episodes so we can be able to spread the gospel throughout the nation. Amen. Uh, Prophet, you can go ahead and pray us out, amen, we're going to close out for today. Amen, amen. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for for your love, for your love, for for togetherness, for building, and for your grace and your mercy. Father God, we pray for all our brothers and sisters around this globe, Father God. We pray strength for all. We pray love for all each and every day. And, Father God, we lift you up like never before. And we thank you, Lord, just for another day to be among the living. But we understand that some of our brothers and sisters were not fortunate to see this day. But we pray for them, their spirit, their their body, their soul. Amen. Pray for all our brothers and sisters on this blessed day and forevermore until we meet again. Amen. Amen to the ELR Prophetship. Amen. Tune in um, throughout the week. Amen. And uh, connect with us in the kingdom. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you and have a blessed day.